Hey, funny people, welcome to Four Cent Shots. This is where I share a brief segment from one of the past episodes of the podcast for your enjoyment. So, enjoy. I'm sure some of you have been curious as to what exactly the place where old school buses go to die is. Well, I'll explain it to you. The place where old school buses go to die is the nickname my mother gave to the country of my birth, Honduras. About eight years ago, when we were making our first visit back in nearly 11 years, the last time we'd been back was the summer before 9-11 occurred, we were traveling on this bus. The main method of long-distance travel for many people who don't own cars in Honduras. The bus trip was from Tegucigalpa, the capital city of the country where we'd been staying with old Peace Corps friends of my mother's, to Danli, a largish city in the department of El Paradiso. It was a long trip, which in retrospect felt as if we were always going downhill. When traveling around Honduras, it being a largely mountainous country, one naturally feels as if they're either traveling uphill or downhill almost all the time. While en route, the bus happened to pass a large roadside gas station, which also served as a sort of scrapyard for old vehicles. Piles of discarded, rusting metal and tires riddled the exterior of it, but the most striking part of it was the inside of the yard itself, enclosed behind a regular chain-link fence with razor wire wrapped over the top of it, were two rows of large yellow school buses. I only got a quick glance at them then, but I later found out the buses were all from the same school bus company, Bluebird. These huge yellow familiar sights were everywhere in Tegucigalpa, and many of them looked as if they had about two tires in the junkyard. Necessity is the mother of invention, as they say. Through jerry-rigged engineering, drivers and mechanics repurposed these old, imported gas guzzlers for another, broader use. Many of the buses people drove in Tegucigalpa as public transportation were old-school buses from the Bluebird Company, which the drivers would then fix up as best as they could and turn them into makeshift transportation. It enabled these people to make a living and provide a service to the community at large. My mother, who was sitting next to me as we rode past this site, saw them too. I guess you could say, she said, Honduras is the place where old school buses go to die. I, even then, having a fairly good ear for a memorable phrase, then said, You know, that sounds like a good title for something. Huh, you're right, she said. Maybe you'll write it. Yeah, right. Like I could really do that. Now, I toyed around with the idea for a while. I thought maybe I could write it as a Romana Cliff style novel in the vein of George Orwell's Burmese Days, Sylvia Plath's The Bell Jar, or even Ernest Hemingway's The Sun Also Rises. For some reason, though, self-doubt most likely, I never got really far with the idea. 
then, more recently, I even considered writing it as a memoir. I thought that might be a better form, given that all I'd have to do was recount what I'd seen the best to my, uh, my ability, you know, in minute detail. I'd kept a journal during the 2012 visit, and when my father and I returned four years later in 2016, I'd kept another one. All I'd need to do was polish it up and recount everything that I'd written down. Besides, some of the things I'd seen in Honduras in those two visits alone were so odd that if I tried to fictionalize them, some people might not even believe me. Sadly, my own life has never really caught my creative attention, so I shelved the project yet again. Then, last week, after I had finished recording the week's episode of Four Cents a Podcast, another idea struck me. Why not do it as a broadcast series on the show? I thought it was a fairly decent idea, so I set about to do just that. I rummaged through my old notebooks where I'd deposited all my thoughts and observations on Honduras, and as well as having a storehouse of memories and stories about the place before those visits, and began working them into something that I could speak on air. The result is this new recurring segment. Every two or three weeks, I intend to bring you a fresh installment of Old School Buzzes, as I call it for shorthand's sake. All there be is a comical, or hopefully at the very least interesting, reminiscence about my times there, recounting to you, right here, on Four Cents Podcast.